Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. everybody and welcome into today's episode of the top cut Yu-Gi-Oh podcast my name is sunny and i'm here remotely with caleb what's up dude hello well thank you all so much for waiting it out with us we know that we've taken a little bit of a break we took an episode off a couple of episodes really if you include the patron episode um we had some difficulties uh caleb has come down with covid but uh well, I mean, I'll let you say it. How you feeling, bud? Uh, well, yeah, I'm doing much better at this point. Um, as you can probably hear, uh, you know, coughing at this point has just come down to like a bad cough at worst. Right. So, still kind of getting over it, but I'll, I'll be fine. I should be fine the next couple of days. I got you. Well, of course, I'm very, very happy to have you back here with me. Um... We're still not taking any chances. We want to be really precautious. So obviously, like I said, we're still we're recording this one remote. Um, hopefully, we'll be back in the studio together either on the next episode or maybe the one after. But for now, I'll tell you what. It feels good to get back in the saddle, buddy. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've been, I've been uh, you know, chomping at the bit because we got so many really cool cards to talk about. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. We have so, 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 so much stuff to talk about. Um, but before we do, we want to, of course, go through, thank all of our patrons and everything like that. So a huge thank you to Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Master of Isa, Mr. Herbie, Scuzz Daddy, Witchcrafter Main 2022, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Damian Zink, Dank Nugs, Dino DNA, Mountain Man, Myth Oceanus, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Sunny Sweet. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. And of course, 
we want to thank everybody that has joined the discord server as well as all those that have followed us on twitter all the ones that have you know gone ahead and followed us on spotify and subscribed on apple itunes and listen if you haven't already there's nothing stopping you it's free just go ahead and click that little follow or that subscribe button it takes 10 seconds really easy and i mean it's i mean it's nothing else to say it's just easy it's free it's right there i mean just just go ahead click that little button just click it it's nothing to it and of course we do want to urge you and ask you if you are listening on apple podcasts please 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 be sure to give us a rating and a review five stars if you like the show and of course we do read out those reviews live on the podcast so for those that want to hear their kind words right out on the podcast all you got to do is leave a rating or review we check it fairly regularly so and i think that's about it so thank you all again so much for your continued support and i think that we can go ahead and get on into the show so oh yeah we do have a little bit of quick play news we do have the ycs las vegas which was supposed to take place at the end of february has been canceled so if you were going to that or if you were thinking about going to that don't worry at least you got a month notice we got three days or four days so something like that yeah we got like no notice for pasadena so um but as much as I hate to say this, it is like probably for the best, right? Um, oh, definitely. With the way things are spiking right now, with the way Omicron is just really attacking the entire world, um, it sucks. I, I want remote playback. I mean, I want uh, live in-person playback just as much as anybody else. I promise I do. But um, this is a really difficult time right now in the world, so... Oh yeah, no, no, no. Um, trust me, it's it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I, I've had it before. It's not a fun thing, um, and I just, you know, I, I really don't want anybody to just take unnecessary risks for the sake of playing. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, what game. is a game? So, um, be safe out there, everybody. Be sure to not go do anything crazy. Don't put yourself in unnecessary risks. And of course, uh, if you haven't already, just go ahead, go get vaccinated. And I mean, do your part because we're all just trying to make this go away so we can get back to those live in-person events. So um, with all of that out of the way, we do have the results of YCS. Uh, well, the remote dual YCS was supposed to be YCS Pasadena, but... The remote dual YCS. We do have all the results. We have the winner, which was Lyrilush Tri Brigade. Um, second place was Sword Soul Tenyi, with another one getting fourth place, and a third, third place was B Trooper. So, ooh, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a really interesting breakdown. We have the breakdown of top thirty-two, and we have deck lists, things of that sort. So, for those that want all of that information, be sure to tune back in on Friday's episode. Because, ban list or not, we're going to cover all of the meta impacts of the YCS and what we can look forward to with the remote dual YCS that's happening this coming weekend also. Because uh, with YCS Utrecht being canceled, we do have the remote dual YCS 
coming then as well as the top 16 i do believe of the last north american ycs will also be this weekend so we have a lot of meta coverage and meta analysis coming in friday's episode so be sure to tune in for that but today we're going to kind of just try to get back into the rhythm of things and we're going to cover all of these new cards that we need to talk about oh yeah it's like 20 something of them there's a bunch um and the last thing i'm going to say is just so i don't have to do it at the end of the episode because i will forget so the last podcast question today which is what is the funniest Yu-Gi-Oh thing that has happened to you we got zero responses on we got none not a single response um and it may or may not be because uh with everything that was going on i forgot to post it to both twitter and discord for just forgot to put it out there so um yeah we're gonna go ahead and put that one out for this one also give everybody another chance to respond because oh boy that's on me so um but that's it you know yeah yeah well (laughs) there's been a lot going on so oh yeah so let's go ahead and get on into today's episode and today's cards and the first card that we have to read off the new card is ice jade curse so this is a uh, a support card for the ice jade archetype which was introduced in uh the one that introduced sword soul uh what 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 set was that uh curse of destiny that like I was saying, like it's bowed, but I can't remember what the what the words were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burst of Destiny. So Ice Jades were introduced in Burst of Destiny. You might know it by the cheapest secret rare in the set being Ice Jade Tremora, which is their one of their main monsters. Um, it's a cool deck, but it didn't really have any like main huge power cards until now. I, I didn't. Even, I didn't really want to consider this a power card. Well, it is a power card. Never mind. No, no, this card's insane. So, yeah, uh, this is Ice Jade Curse. It is a continuous spell card. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, while there are an Ice Jade monster and Ice Jade Depths Eneon Cradle on the field, your opponent cannot activate the effects of monsters they control the turn they were summoned. Oh boy! Whoa. Oh boy! Another floodgate. Oh man, this is this can be good. Uh, two, when a monster, go ahead. I'm about to say bad archetype. Just just slap on uh, a floodgate into it. A searchable floodgate. Searchable floodgate. Um, when a monster is destroyed by battle involving your ice jade monster, you can target one of those destroyed monsters and inflict damage to your opponent equal to its original attack. Man, uh, yeah, not being able to activate effects is pretty good. Yep, I mean that's kind of what skill drain does. More or less. Yeah. To be fair, there's a lot more limitations, and it only affects monsters the turn that they're summoned. But usually that's all you need. Because, you know, ignition effects. And it also doesn't affect, uh, like, Zeus or anything like that. Because, quick effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, still. <clears throat> anyway, uh, well, next... Well, I mean, the turn Zeus is summoned... He can't activate his effect. Yeah, but then so. you just pass turn. Yeah, and then <clears throat> hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people who make Zeus don't Zeus until the, until their opponent's turn. Most of the time, I'm not saying it never happens where you make a Zeus and you immediately Zeus. I'm just saying. Uh, let's yeah, see. yeah. Moving on. Next card, branded forfeiture. I love the description. Run away and live to fight another day. 
Um, normal yeah. spell card. Target a fusion monster you control and one monster special summon from the extra deck your opponent controls. Return them to the deck. During the end phase of this turn, each player can special summon a fusion monster from their extra deck that lists Fallen of Albaz as material. It's whole, That's kind of hilarious. Um... um. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn, so it's yes. not. It's it is a hard ones per turn, but it's like a. Uh, if you negate the activation, you can activate another kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. It's not. You can only use. You only activate. It's very yeah, yeah. important. Um, but like the funny part, like the funniest part about this to me though is like your opponent's playing not playing a non-Albaz deck, and you and you're like, I can activate this comfortably because they're not going to have anything in their extra deck, and they bring something out, and it's like, huh. Wait a minute. I mean, yeah, th I mean, this card being out, this card might not get run. Sim I mean, it's a good card, but it literally might not get run simply because if it gets, if it sees like, if it sees regular use, people are gonna start decking I mean, in like just random Albaz. Like they'll p find like the best quote unquote singular Albaz fusion and run it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to have a free summon off of this. Oh, definitely. So next we have Chang Shi the Taoist. It is a level 6 dark zombie effect monster, 2,000 attack, 0 defense. This is a V-Jump promo, so this will be a jump uh, promotional card. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. 1. During your main phase, you can send one zombie monster from your hand or deck to the graveyard. That's pretty good. 2. If this card becomes banished, you can add one zombie monster from your deck to your you can add one. You can banish one zombie monster from your graveyard. I'm sorry. Special summon this card, but place it on the bottom of the deck when it leaves the field. That seems pretty good. Oh yes, skull, skull conductor approved. Yeah, yeah. So this this card's gonna be like really, really good um, in a lot of different zombie decks. I mean, it's a free foolish. I mean, not yeah, only that's good. I mean, not only is it a free foolish, it's also just a free monster on board. Yeah, I mean, it's, and there's, it, yeah, it's level six and it doesn't have like a way to, I mean, I guess you could like gold Sark and then just summon it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, that's, that's another option. Um, but I'm pretty sure like, uh, pure zombies also do a lot of banishing their own stuff. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure yet. I'm, I'm really not. I'm, I really don't know, but. Um, I guess we'll see how it meshes with all of the other newer support cards that they've gotten. Oh, definitely. Uh, it's definitely yeah. a wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, we got three legacy cards. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. To start with, we have Red Eyes Soul. Some Red Eyes support. Level 7 Dark Dragon, 900 attack, 2000 defense. Meh. Uh, you can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. Also, you can only use this third effect once per duel. Boy. One, this card's name becomes Red Eyes by Dragon while it's, in, while it's on field or in the graveyard. Okay. Your opponent, if your opponent special summons a monster, you can send this card from your hand or field to the grave. Hand trap. Uh, special summon a Red Eyes monster from your hand or deck, except Red Eyes Soul. Meh. It's like Vision Souls, but for the Red Eyes archetype. Yeah. Uh, three, quick effect. You can target a red ice black dragon in your monster zone. Inflict damage to your opponent equal to its original attack. It doesn't need that effect. Even if it is once per duel. That's Hold on. unnecessary. I just saw something hilarious. If you red ice fusion into 
Red Eyes Dragoon with this thing yep, on board. Yeah, its name is treated as Red Eyes Black Dragon. So you get a negate off, then activate this thing. It's quick effect to just burn your opponent for 4K for free. I think that's yeah, why. Yeah, no, original, original attack. Oh, original, yeah. It's still 3K. Yeah, it's still a lot of damage. Um, like I think if you wanted, to, I think if you wanted to deal maximum damage with this, you'd have to use like Meteor Black Dragon being fused off of uh, Red Eyes Fusion. Right, yeah, because then his name would be treated as a... That would be a funny thing to do. Could you imagine activating Red Eyes Fusion, and your opponent going, Oh, Lord, here we go. And then you send Red Eyes and... Skull, and uh, Meteor uh, Dragon. Uh, and Meteor Dragon, and summoning that, and they're like, Wait, what? Yep. Then you <laughs> drop this thing on board, pass, you know, pass, or, like, attack, and then, and then quick effect, burn them for 3,500. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs uh, Dragoon, Dragoon when I've got Meteor Black Dragon? Um, they'd probably actually use its Retrain, who I don't remember what its name is, but it's literally Red Eyes Black Dragon plus any level 6 uh, dragon. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's much easier to make. And then uh, Meteor Black Dragon. No, not Meteor Black Dragon. There's like a Red Eyes Meteor Dragon or something. I don't remember. It's a Retrain and Meteor Dragon that actually gets an effect off... Uh, like, it's actually really good for that exact situation, and I only know this because on the Switch Yu-Gi-Oh! game, I forgot the name of it, I actually built a Red Eyes deck that just absolutely, you know, abused that. Link Evolution? Link Evolution, that's it. Yeah. Alright, next card is Bridge of Salvation. This is a normal trap card. You can only apply the first and second effects of this card's name each once per duel. Wow. If there are two or more different types among level 10 or higher monsters on the field, shuffle all cards in both players' hands, fields, and graveyards into the deck, except this card, then each player draws five cards. What? Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, add one Crystal Beast monster and one field spell card from your deck to your hand. What? That's so dumb. It's Fiber Jar, but in Crystal Beast support. What is this? What is this? Hold on, not only, not only that, it's also like a, an actually pretty decent Foolish Burial Goods target. Just send to the graveyard, activate effect to banish it to to get Terraforming plus a free, free search. Yeah. Yeah. You essentially turn wow. it. You essentially turn Foolish Burial Goods into a free plus one with this card. That's ridiculous. Wow, that's to, really dumb. To be fair, it's in Crystal Beasts. Still, that deck has legs, especially with the new one coming in uh goes from the past too, right? The um Rainbow Neat Rainbow What's it called? Uh I don't remember. It's like Ultimate Crystal Crystal Zenith. Zenith. Zenith, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Next card, uh, Return of the Reaper, normal spell. This card is always treated as an Infernity card. So it's an Infernity card that is searchable with all the Infernity support. Right, because it's always treated as an Infernity card. That means also in the deck. Correct. Uh, you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. Special summon one of your Infernity monsters that is banished in your hand or graveyard. That's dumb. Uh, two, if a face-up Infernity monster you control is drawn by battle, it leaves the field by an opponent's card effect. While this card is in your graveyard, set it to your field. Eh, that's kind of meh. However, you can... I, I looked this up. You can, like, 
Special Infernity, uh, Infernity Necromancer. Effective Special Summon the Archfiend. Search for this. Link 2 into something. Activate this card to bring back the Infernity Necromancer. Activate Necromancer bring back out Archfiend. Bam. Access code. Free access code. Oh. Or you can just do, like, like make a... Like make a Phoenix, like make a uh, Nightmare Phoenix, pop a card, boom, 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 and then link three in a unicorn, bounce a card, and then into that into a free access code with literally just Inferno Arch Feeding Grave Necromancer, uh, and then special summon Necro, then special summon Necromancer. Yeah, I've I don't know anything about the Infernity archetype, so I don't know how any of the cards work. So I I just assume that um, this card is good for them. Okay. So you know how Medultry just kind of keep doing the same effects over and over again because the vast majority of their effects are once per turn or soft once per turn? Yeah, yeah. Because they're old? Sa yeah. Same thing with Infernity, particularly between Necromancer and Archfiend. Uh, Necromancer's effect is that while you have no cards in hand, uh, select an, once per turn, select an Inferno monster in your graveyard, except Necromancer special summon it. Archfiend, on special summon, add an Inferno card from deck to your hand. Ah, both I of the see. both of those are soft once per turn, so you just kind of loop them over and over again to get like near infinite, near infinite um, advantage. Advantage. Uh, you're only limited by getting at by respush summoning out a new Infernity Necromancer, or yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a new instance of the Necromancer. Return of the Reaper just gives them another way to just make net to just get the Necromancer back on board again. Right. It, it's That's a cool of, card. Oh yeah. Um, I also just like the theme of it being... Th I also just like how it's themed after the actual duelist in the anime. He uses it. Yeah, like walking through like a western town. Yeah, because the Infernities are, are a Wild West-themed archetype. I think they're themed after like um, some kind of like Native American lore or something too, huh? Uh, I think that's part of it too. I don't fully remember. Th this is me coming off of, you know, when the show was for was actually still airing. Like, back when 5 yeah. was still airing, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the next card we have is called uh, Dogmatic... Yeah, dog, dogma, Dogmatic... Kurgy, dogmatic... 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 There we go. <clears throat> yeah, Dogmatic... It, it, it's a play on Dogmatica and Thaumaturgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this oh, is a this normal trap card. You can only use the one of the first and second effects of this card's name each once per turn, and only once per once that turn. One ritual summon one Dogmatica ritual monster from your hand or deck by tributing Dogmatica monsters and/or ritual fusion or synchro monsters from your field whose total levels equal ex exactly equal the level of the ritual monster you ritual summon. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target two Dogmatica monsters with different levels in your graveyard, add one of them to your hand, and place the other on the bottom of your deck. So this is another one where if you're running Foolish Barrel Goods, you can just, boom, hit it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also like how it essentially turns, like, like when it's a normal activation effect, turns a Ritual Summon into essentially a Synchro Summon, which is neat. Yeah, yeah, but it's... It's crazy that it does the ritual summon from deck. That's kind of wild. Oh yeah, yeah, no, from hand or deck. Um, the only limitation is that you can only tribute dogmatica monsters and uh, dogmatic monsters in your ritual, any fusion, any synchro. Yeah, but they have to 
the levels have to be exact. Yes, you're essentially at that point conducting a synchro summon without a tuner. I guess that's one way to put it. Yeah, it's 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 one of those weird things where they're kind yeah, of yeah. like taking uh, how one mechanic works and using it uh, as a setup for a different mechanic for a different mechanic. Right. So um, it's neat. Well, let's go ahead and take just a moment before we read off the next set of cards to thank our sponsor, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. So, of course, we are sponsored by our locals, ETB Games. ETB is your one-stop shop to go ahead and get everything you need for all of your trading card game needs. That, of course, includes Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Cardfight Vanguard, uh, Digimon... Might even be able to find some Dragon Ball Z stuff there, but I know you can find all sleeves, binders, deck boxes... All that kind of stuff that you would need to play the games you love. In addition to that, you can also find everything that you need for all of your tabletop adventures, whether that be D&D, Pathfinder, whatever. So, they also boast a cool video game section where you can go in and play video games, hang out with the boys, whatever you want to do. And they do host monthly Battle City Tournament Days. Where you can come in, play Yu-Gi-Oh! If we get if we get the people for it, we also do pod tournaments where we play Edison and Goat and whatever on the side. So come on in, check it out. And if you want to find out more, you can find a link to in the description down below. Guess what? Hmm. They have miniatures! Miniatures! What? Uh, I, was, I was just I was just saying miniatures in a silly in a silly voice because I thought it'd be funny. Oh, I, I couldn't understand what you said. I was like miniatures. Okay, now that you say that, I know what you're talking about. But I, I I'm not gonna lie to you, buddy. I was lost. Yeah, actually, that's pretty usual. Yeah, yeah, it, it is what it is. Okay, next card is let's see, normal an entire archetype. Yes, an entire archetype. Oh boy, and it's our fa- and it's our favorite game mechanic too. No. <laughs> uh, so the entire archetype is called the Valiance. Um, we like said, like we, you know, we're very open about where we get our info from. We're getting this from Yu-Gi-Oh organization. The first line of the of them describing what the cards do is there is so 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 much card text. It's like I had to read a, a tabletop RPG manual. I do not like where this is going. Here we go. To begin, this we is have, why I don't like pendulums. I know, right? To begin, we have Shinomi, Priestess of the Valiance. Level I think that Shinonomi. It might be Sheena Nomi. Uh, level 2 Water Spellcaster, Pendulum, of course. 500 attack and defense, Pendulum scale of 1. Uh, pendulum effect. You can only use the Pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. 1. During your main phase, you can special summon this card to your main monster zone in this card's column. Also, you cannot special summon for the rest of the turn except Valiants and monsters from your extra deck. But that also includes Pendulum monsters that are face up in your extra deck. Correct. Uh, monster okay, effect. Wait. You can during the, you can special summon this card to your main monster zone. In this card's column, so if it's, you scale it, you can summon it to your to the zone it's scaled into. Correct. Basically. That is correct. It it is okay. it essentially special summons itself directly from your hand. Gotcha. Kind of. If if you're too, uh, if you're uh, far left and right monster zones are empty. Uh, monster effect. 
You can only use the first and second monster effect of this card's name each once per turn. If you control the special summon card, you can add a Valiant spell from your deck to your hand. If this card is moved to a monster zone, from a monster zone to another one, you can add a Valiant monster from deck to your hand, except herself. She's the search. Yo, that seems deck. really good. Depends on depends on how e on on uh, the ease of access this deck has to to um moving their monsters from zone to zone. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't matter. It's really good because it searches the spell for free. Exactly. So if it's a spell card, you immediately activate the spell card, move it, get a monster search. You can like scale this one, scale another, do a pendulum summon, and then use this, move it up into the main monster zone, and then get the search. Yeah, and then like because it's a pen scale of one. Yeah, and then activate something else to get another to get another move. To get a move to get another search, it's ridiculous. Uh, next up, uh, do you want me to just keep going down these, or do you want to... I'll do it. I'll, okay. I'll reluctantly do it. Okay. Next, next we have Seon, Archer of the Valiants. Level 4 Water Spellcaster Pendulum Effect Monster. 1100 Attack, 1100 Defense, Pendulum Scale of 1 also. Pendulum Effect. You can only use the Pendulum Effect of this card's name once per turn. During your main phase, you can special summon this card to your main monster zone in this card's column. Also, you cannot special summon for the rest of the turn except Valiant, Monsters, and Monsters from your extra deck. Okay, so that is the exact same Pendulum effect as the Priestess of the Valiants. Okay. Yep. Monster effect. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if you control the special summon card, you can target one effect monster on the field. Toss a coin, and if it is heads, negate that monster's effect, and if it is tails, its current attack becomes halved. Eh. It could have oh. just been negate them effect. Ugh. I don't like the coin toss thing. Yeah. Uh, two. It's like it's like forbidden droplet, but worse. Yeah. Um, if this card is moved from a main monster zone to another, you can target one card on the field, toss a coin, and if it is heads, destroy that card. If it is tails, return it to the hand. Okay. Interesting. That second effect isn't as bad, because either way, you're removing a threat from the field. But the issue is, if you're targeting something that can be destroyed, there's a 50-50 shot and nothing happens. Right, yeah. So that's, I don't know, That's it's iffy, but it's a cool board breaker tool regardless. Oh, absolutely. Just like, yeah, because like, cause like, in that case, you just target something that can be destroyed or bounced, and it forces a response, which is great. Uh, next up, we have uh, Nazuki Ninja. Can I have? Can I have this one and you take the next one? Sure. I just think the art is cooler. Nazuki Ninja of the Valiants, level six water spellcaster, spellcaster pendulum effect monster, eighteen hundred attack, eighteen hundred defense, pendulum scale of one. You can only use the pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. One. If Valiants Vorld shinra banshu is in the field zone you can if you or if you control a water valiance monster you can special on this card to your main monster zone in this card's column okay so so far they've it, all been water though yeah yeah yeah. it seems to be the thing uh yeah i'm just just glancing through oh okay well not all of them are water cool oh um monster effect you can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn one, you can target one other monster in your main monster zone, move it to its adjacent monster zone. Okay, well, there you go. Two, if this card is moved from a monster zone to another, you can target one Valiant's monster card in your spell and trap card zone, special summon it to your main monster zone in its column. Oh. Okay. Well, that see, that's interesting, because that's a way to special summon the Archer and the Priestess without using their effects, so yeah. therefore you won't, you won't lock yourself. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you have to you have to special summon him to get him out because he's level six. So even to get that effect, he doesn't lock you though. Oh, that's true. But that's well, that is true. But he also does require you control a water valiance monster or the field spell. He is a water valiance monster. To special summon himself, though, I mean, out of the pendulum zone. He is a water valiance monster. Yeah, but if he's in oh no, he counts as a spell, I guess. Yeah, yeah. At that point, he's a spell. When he's in the pendulum zone, he's a spell. He's still a ah, pendulum gross. monster. Um, but unless something specifically is looking for a water pendulum monster in your pendulum zone. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I imagine that's the way that works. Uh, yeah. Next up, we have Hojo, Warrior of the Valiants. Uh, this guy just—the artwork on this guy just looked way more you. Fair enough. Level 8 water, 1900 attack and defense. They all have a pendulum scale of 1 so far. So far. Just wait till we get to the next set. Yeah. Uh, pendulum effect. You can only use the pendulum effect this card's name once per turn. If Valiance World Shinra Bancho is in a field zone, or if you control a water va Valiance monster, especially on this card, to your main monsters on this card's column. Same thing as the previous one. Monster effect. You can only use the first, second effect monster effect this card's name each once per turn one target a face-up card in the spell and trap card zone return it to the hand that could be really good it could also be bad we'll have to wait and see um yeah. if this card is moved from a monster zone to another fusion summon a valiance fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from hand or field as material as well as cards in your pendulum zone oh that's weird <laughs> that is funky oh oh what is okay hold on we went from like, oh, a Chinese style shrine, a Japanese style shrine maiden. We have like the samurai archer. Really, the background is them with like the Chinese style like arches and the cherry blossoms in the yeah. background. To just machines. Oh, oh, and then you know the last one, the Hojo is like is like a uh, is like a Japanese uh warlord wielding a massive flaming glaive it's a water monster by the way to mechs yeah literally mech suits wow in a virtual next card... world oh huh in a virtual world oh boy yeah. next card is valiance buster baron level two fire machine pendulum effect monster 800 attack, 800 defense, pendulum scale of 1. Pendulum effect. You can only use the pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. 1. During your main phase, you can special on this card to your main monster zone in this card's column. Also, you can not special for the rest of this turn except Valiant's monsters and monsters from the extra deck. So the same as the archer and the... Yeah. Priestess. Uh, yeah. Um, monster effect. You can only use the first and second monster effects of this card's name each once per turn. Okay, if you control the special one card, you can target one other Valiance monster in your main monster zone, move that target to its adjacent zone. Okay, so it's another mover. Yeah. If this card is moved from a monster zone to another, you can target one card in the pendulum zone, place it face up in the adjacent spell trap zone as a continuous spell. Whoa. What? So you can move your monsters out of the pendulum zones. Yeah, to the zones right next to the zones that are like to the right and the left of them. Wow, meaning that's could, interesting. Meaning, theoretically, you have a monster in every single one of your zones, except exactly your very, according to this so far, except the very center of your spell and trap zone. Give it enough time, you could get there. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, no, just equip one of them, Zector Hornet. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. 
That's weird. Okay, next. Uh, next one is you. Yep, uh, Valiance Voltage, Viscount. Level 4 Fire Machine, 1400 Attack and Defense, Pendulum Scale of 1. Still with the Pendulum Scale of 1, good luck. Pendulum Summoning, pendu pendulum summoning anything with this. Um, you can only use the Pendulum Effect once per turn. Doing your main phase, special on this card, your main monsters on this card's column. S exact same thing. And then you're locked into Valiance and Extra Deck Monsters. Monster Effect. Uh, you can only use the first and second effect once per turn. If you control this special summon card, place a face-up Valiant Pendulum Monster from your extra deck face-up in your spell and trap zone as a continuous spell. There we go. Because then you, it doesn't, it, you can just place them anywhere. So that let you put them in the middle. Yeah. Uh, if this card is moved from a monster zone to another, place a face-up Valiant Pendulum Monster from your extra deck in your Pendulum Zone. Okay, so... Uh, so, if it's specialed, get one on your back row, anywhere, and then if it's moved, get, a, get you get one in your pendulum zone. Okay, Baron, uh, Viscount, next one. Oak. Uh, Valiant, Mad, Marquise. Okay, I, I get, okay, I get, I, I see what they're doing. Okay. I don't... Baron... I mean, I guess it's each of them in a mech suit, huh? I, it's got it. Well, no, because none of them. Well, I, I don't know. I do not know what the connection is between these ancient Japanese warriors and the dudes in the mech suits. It's like it's two different video games. That might be it. We'll have to keep reading. I think. I, I think when you get a little bit further into the field spells, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Anyway. Yeah. Valiant Mad Marquise. Level 6 Fire Machine Pendulum Effect Monster. 1700 Attack, 1700 Defense. Pendulum Scale of 1 again. Pendulum Effect. You can only use this Pendulum Effect this card's name once per turn. If Valiant's World Koenig Weissen is in the field zone or you control a Fire Valiant's Monster, you can special summon this card to your main monster zone in its column. Monster effect. You can only use this card's name first and second effect once per turn. During your main phase, you can roll a six-sided die and excav uh. excavate cards from the top of your deck equal to the result. And if you do, you can oh. add one excavated Valiance card from your deck to your from card from to your hand. Also, shuffle any remaining back into the deck. That's interesting. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie, they lost me in the first half, but I came back for the second. Right. You had me in the first half. Not gonna lie. Uh, two, if this card is moved from a main, from a monster zone, not from a main, just from a monster zone to another, you can roll a six-sided die once. If the result is two, three, four, or five, special summon one monster card from your spawn trap zone to a main monster zone in its column. Interesting. Okay. So as long as you literally don't roll a one or a six. Yeah. Which is still a one in three chance that nothing happens. <clears throat> right. Better than 50-50. Uh, next up, Valiance Dominator Duke. Level 8 Fire, 2000-2000. Pendulum Scale of 1 still. How are you supposed to Pendulum Summon? Everything's Pendulum Scale is 1. Whatever. Just keep going. We're getting there. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, you can only use this effect once per turn. If Valiance World uh, Koenig Weissen is in a field zone, or you control a Fire's variant, especially on this card from, your, from to your main monster zone, uh, you can only use first effect once per turn. One, you can target a set card in the spell and trap card zone. It cannot be activated this turn. That's not the worst thing that it could have. Uh, two, if this card is moved from a monster zone to another target, a face-up monster your opponent's main monster zones. 
take control of it, and if you do, treat it as a Valiance monster, and it cannot declare attack or activate its effects. That's not... Mm. I mean, it's treated as a Valiance monster. It's kind of iffy, though. Mm. But, I mean, the fact that it's treated as a Valiance monster still means that uh, whatever extra deck ridiculousness they're go that's going on with the extra deck might be able to take uh take full on advantage of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, here's the here's the first extra extra deck monster, Valiance Assemble Mamonaka, level ten water spellcaster fusion pendulum effect monster. So this is where the fusion summoning comes into play. Yeah. Twenty eight hundred attack, twenty eight hundred defense, pendulum scale of ten. So there we go. Pendulum effect. You can only use the pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. During your main phase, you can activate one of these effects. Special summon this card to your main monster zone in its column. Move one monster in your main monster zone to an adjacent main monster zone. Okay, so you can either move a monster or you can special, special summon, summon this guy from the, from the pendulum zone. Or and, uh, use ninja to special summon it. Yeah. So you get the move and the special summon. Yeah. So the monster effect. The materials for the fusion summon is three Valiance monsters. It shouldn't be a problem because there's like ten of them. Yeah. You can only use the first monster effect of this card's name once per turn. One. During the main phase, quick effect. You can target one effect monster in your opponent's main monster zone. Place that monster in your opponent's bone trap zone in that monster's column as a face-up continuous card. If a card is already in that zone, destroy it. And if you destroy a monster card this way, your opponent loses life points equal to its attack. Wow. Two, if this special zone card you control is destroyed by opponent's card effect, you can place this card in your pendulum zone, which is like standard extra deck pendulum stuff. Yeah. Um, so its first effect is really interesting. Um, because if they don't negate it, it essentially eliminates a threat. And like right. the most permanent way possible. Pretty much, yeah. Like, like, how do you recover a monster that's become a continuous spell with no effect? I mean, do you have to, like, MST your own monster? Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, that's... That's ridiculous! Okay. Okay, I'm digging it. Uh, next up is another is another fusion. It's the Fire Machine 1. Uh, Valiance Genesis Grand Duke. Level 10 Fire Machine, 25-25. Pendulum Scale, 10. There. Okay, so you have to fuse some to get your good to get your other half. Um, you can only use the pendulum effect of this card's name once per turn. During your main phase, activate one of these effects. Special summon it uh, into its column or move a monster. Same thing. Materials: two Valiance monsters, one less. Uh, must first be either fusion summon or special summon from your face down extra deck by tributing a level five or higher non-fusion Valiance monster in the same column as an extra monster zone. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, so you can special summon it without tribute, without a uh, fusion summoning it. Right. <clears throat> that's interesting. Uh, one, if this card Ooh. is sum special summoned, you can target a monster card in your opponent's spell and trap zone, return it to the hand, and then burn your opponent for its attack, and then it gains attack. You Ooh, that's interesting. Half the damage they took. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. So if you get the other guy out first, if you get the Valiant Assemble Mamanaka out first, send one of their monsters back, and then use this guy wait, wait. to... Wait, What you could do is you can make the first guy, right? 
make, make uh-huh. sure if he's in the same column as the extra monster zone, move some in the back, and then immediately tribute him off to special Grand Duke, and then Grand Duke effect to just pop it back to their hand and then burn them, and then he gets be- he gets beefy. Wow. No, it has to be a... You can't non, use yeah, you can't Mama Nuka to make yeah. Grand Duke because it has to be a level 5 or higher non-fusion yeah, valiant non-fusion. monster. There you go. I knew, but yeah. I, I, thought, I thought that was too too broken. Uh, okay, so that, that's the end of the monsters. At the end of the monsters, we have two fusions, right? But we, then we have like eight regular main deck monsters. So the main deck monsters, you have four of these that are like the Priestess, the Archer, yeah, the Ninja, the Warrior. Yeah, and they're all just like the water spellcasters. And then you have four of these machine fires, which are like, they look like they're in mech suits. They have similar effects to the regular monsters. So it's like the priestess got a mech suit. And then it's like the it archer and the ninja got their own mech suits. Because the effects are even similar. Yeah, but like, they're completely different different designs and all that. Yeah, they look like they're literally in like a cyber universe. Yeah. Uh, well, let's take a look at the field spells, because those should be next. Oh my god, it's a video game. Yeah, it's literally a video game. Okay, Valiant's World Sh- Shinra Bansho. Field spell card. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, when this card resolves, place one Valiant's field spell from your deck face up in your opponent's field zone, except Valiant's World Shinra Bansho. Two, if there are two cards in the field zone, the turn player can target one monster in their spell and trap zone. The turn player special summons it to their main monster zone in the same column. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so, okay, so this is a translation note. This is important. Yeah, yeah, Shinraban show is basically like the whole of creation or the whole of nature. It gets used to emphasize the natural part of the world. Okay, so that explains why, like, the art for this is all like. A volcano, the temple, the big mansion, all surrounded by yeah. the cherry blossom trees. Stuff feudal like J- that. Feudal Japan you know? style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we have Valiant's War World, uh, Koenig Weissen. Um, you can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. When this card's resolved, place one Valiant's field spell from your deck face up in your opponent's field zone, except Valiant's World, uh, Koenig Weissen. So, same thing. Uh, two. There are two cards in the field zones. The turn player can target one effect monster and their opponent's main monsters on the same column as a monster the turn player controls. Place the targeted monster face up in its controller spell and trap zone as the same column as a continuous spell. If there is already a card in that zone, it is destroyed. Interesting. Huh. Wow. And this also, the release of this card will also coincide with a reprint of Electromite in the OCG. Yes. Wow, this is interesting. So, man, I don't note. know that this. I don't know how good this is. Everybody's saying on Twitter and stuff that these cards are really good, but I don't know. I don't really see like. I, um, I can't just like visualize all the combo lines and visualize everything. I mean, it seems really good, but I also don't know Pendulum well enough to know whether it actually is or not. Yeah, exactly. Oh, translation note by the way, Koenig Weissen means something like Knowledge Kingdom in. It says Knowledge King, and then, like, the dumb part of Kingdom is in, um, parentheses. parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. So this I is know, it's interesting. interesting. I, I'm kind of looking forward to this. Um, I'm kind of digging the art I'm not archive. a big Pendulum fan, but honestly, I really love the artwork here. Yeah, oh yes. Oh yeah, no, so do I. This this seems really cool. Uh, particularly, now, unfortunately, I did double check. Uh, Buster Baron is not a machine dupe target. He has, his attack, his attack's too high. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting. But, you know, you get all the spellcaster water support, so you could run... Uh, what's that spell book that just, that's just like, send a spellcaster control the graveyard, draw two cards? Um, I think that's spellbook of wisdom? Yeah, that's viable here. Uh, most... Um, you could also... Something else you could do that's hilarious is do the Grand Duke thing to make him big, big and beefy. If you can get him over 4k, you can just declare attack. Yeah? Okay, cool. And then just, uh, uh, limiter removal for game. Oh, yeah, because he's a machine. Yeah, because he's a level 10 fire machine monster. Man, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how great this will be, um, but it seems it. good. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it could be pretty cool. Um, my biggest issue at the moment is there doesn't seem to be an actual way to fusion summon, uh, uh Mamanaka. Yeah, um, there was, a uh, one of them, one of them fusion summons. I didn't see anything about a fusion Yeah, summon. if this card is moved from a main monster to the other, you can fusion summon one valiant fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from your hand or field okay, as fusion right, material yes, as well yes, as cards in your mind. pendulum zone. That's the Hojo Warrior of the Valiants. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, but he's like the only one. Yeah. Oh, you know, so if your opponent negates that, then you're locked out of fusion summoning for the most part. Yeah, the Valiants seem, I don't know, they seem interesting. I'm not entirely sold on it, um, mainly because, ill pendulums, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to take... It, it, it's definitely going to take someone who's a little bit smarter, not a little bit, a lot smarter than us, because we're not exactly the brightest bulbs in the uh, candy shop, um, to figure out how this deck's going to work, but it looks like it, it could be pretty good. It looks fun. I will say that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Particularly the constantly moving around of the monsters. Yeah, it just seems like a lot to keep track of, and like a lot of like forethought has to go into like where you summon your <coughs> monsters and stuff, but... Oh, yeah. Um, it's definitely got potential. It's definitely got legs. Um, oh, so yeah. where those legs go, don't know. Yeah. All right. Next we have Alba Renatus, the Abyssal Dragon. This is also from this, this from Dimension Force. Um, the next those the Valiant cards were from a Duelist pack. I don't know which one, but not they're not from Dimension Force. But this one is Alba Renatus, the Abyssal Dragon. Is a level 8 Dark Dragon Fusion Effect Monster. 2,500 attack, 2,500 defense. Materials Fallen of Albaz and 1 plus Dragon Monsters. Cannot be used as Fusion Material. Must either be Fusion Summoned or Special Summoned from your extra deck by sending the above cards from either player's Monster Zone to the Graveyard. Ooh, Contact so, Fusion. Yeah, Contact Fuse or you can Super Poly if need be into it. Or you know you um, can use Albaz's effect. Yeah. Well, I guess it can't really be. It is just like I don't know. It's I don't know. It's kind of weird. It is just a contact fusion. I guess you can't really super play it because it has to be contact fused. Well, well, no, no, because you either have to fusion summon it. So if you're actively like super polying it, it makes it where your opponent can't respond to it. Oh, uh, it must be fusion summon or special summoned. Okay, so you can either contact fuse it or like super poly it. Okay. Um, one, this card can make a number of attacks on monsters each battle phase up to the number of materials used for its summon. Two, once per turn during the main, during the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard because it was sent there this turn, you can add one polymerization normal spell or fusion 
normal spell from your deck to your hand. So this lets you add any of the Albas fusions, polymerization, whatever you want <clears throat> from yeah. your deck to your hand. Surgical so. super... But no, it's got to be a normal spell card. They thought of that. They thought of that. Yeah, well, this will get rid of the need for the Albaz deck to run because it was running like a small like edgy chain fright for package yeah, now it doesn't have to, to get yeah to get polymerization and they don't really need to do that anymore so uh note renatus is latin for born again yes especially in the spiritual sense or to refer to one initiated into the mysteries i.e inner teachings of a religion yeah so yet another albaz card i am not looking forward to when this deck is at full power this is gross yeah uh, let's see, and now it's just the last cards that were revealed for, uh, Diffo. There's like ten of them. Yep. Um, let's see, first off we have a Materiactor Mat 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 support. Yeah, that's right, Materiactor, they're an archetype. Materiactor, uh, normal spell card. You have one card, this name is per turn. One, detach and exceed material from card you control. Then if that detached material is sent to your graveyard, you can set it to your field. Alright. Okay, it, it is what it is. Oh gosh. And Alice this is one. basically Latin for little ring. I get this one. Oh gosh. You, you okay, so because it's a nice Sekitori Musomaru. Rank six fire machine exceeds effect monster. Six hundred attack, three thousand defense. Materials, two level six monsters. One. At the start of your opponent's battle phase, activate this effect. So this is mandatory. Roll a six-sided die. Assign the next six main monster zones on either field from the perspective of this card that is in a main monster zone. A number from one to six clockwise. And move this card to the zone assigned to the number of the die roll result. If there is a monster in a zone this card was about to move to, attach it to this card as material. If an exceeds monster transfers its material, if it is an exceeds monster, transfer its materials to this card as well. If this card has more than six exceeds materials attached to this way, the player who activated this effect wins the duel. Wow. If this card cannot move into a zone, or if there is a monster in the zone is about to move to, and it cannot attack that monster's material, send this card to the graveyard. So this is a play on Sekitori, a sumo wrestler rank, while reading as something kind of like musical chairs. And its second name, Sugoroku, is like a dice game in Japan, and Maru is like a, just like a general suffix, bent into Muso, which means like the Invincible are unchallenged. And chicken is Tori. So Sekatori Musomaru is like a huge play on words. The whole name is. Yeah, but it's it's a long series of it's a pun that goes into a second pun that goes into a third pun that goes into a fourth pun. Alright, so here's kind of how it moves around the field. If it's in your number one monster zone, right? So your That's monster zones, if you're left. looking at your field, are numbered one, two, three, four, five across the field. If it's in your one zone, then your opponent's zones, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, would be labeled 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, if that makes any sense. And your five zone would be labeled 6. So when you roll the die, if you roll a 6, it goes from your one zone to your 6 zone. Or if you roll the die and you roll a 3, it goes to your, your opponent's middle monster zone. Or like, 
if it's in your three monster zone and you roll a four, it goes to your opponent's second from the left monster zone from your perspective. Or because it goes clockwise around the board. Yeah. But what's really funny is, and this is the best part about this card. If you can summon a six stack Zeus in like your, say your one zone, and you summon this guy afterwards in your five zone, then all you need to do is roll a four and you win the duel. Yup. That's so funny. It's not good. Oh no, it's, it's really terrible. Because first off, but it's, it's, two, it's two level six monsters to make this thing. First off. Um, secondly, you know, it's it's all the die rolls. And then if it just happens to land on something that it can't attach its material, it it just, go, it just goes away. Or for some it reason- It reminds me of Flying Elephant, you know? It's like, like yeah, it's, yeah, it has a win con built into the effect. But it's not good. It's really funny. But it's not good. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, next up, we have Midday Sentinel, a new Sentinel card. Uh, level 6 Earth Warrior, 2300 attack, 1500 defense. So it's got the Sentinel effect where you can set this card from your hand into your spell and trap card zone as a spell card. Two, during the standby phase of the next turn after this set card was destroyed and sent to the graveyard, you can splash summon it and then destroy all cards in your opponent controls in the same column as it. Uh, so the so the original Sentinel, which came out, oh, 2013, I want to say. No, it was earlier than that. It was like 2010. No, it 2011. Was, it was later than that because Exceeds were out, and in yes, Exceeds came out in 2011. But they were also in Fleek at that point. Like Shockmaster was around, and like no, Exceeds released in 2011. Yeah, this thing came out a little bit after that, like 2012. It might have been like super late 2011, early 2012. Doesn't matter. I say it came out in the same set. I, w- I want to say it was Order of Chaos, because I want to say it was the same set as Insectors. It might be. Which uh, was early 2012. So the original uh, Sentinel, you could set it just like that. And then Called if it Silver got, Sentinel. Yeah, Silver Sentinel. And then if it got popped, M- MST, blind, you know, blind MST, he- Heavy Storm, whatever... Uh, you could then just pop something on your opponent's field during uh, your next standby phase. Yeah. Only this thing blows up the entire column. I don't know. It's funny. Oh, absolutely. It's, um, like the only time I could ever see this like actively being used is in a lot of trap decks because you can set it, and if your opponent like twin twisters or harpy feather or harpy feather dusters, you can just get a you just get to blow up one of their columns for free. Right. That's the only place I'd ever see you use it. Plus, you get a free level six on board. Twenty two hundred yeah, attack. I'd rather just set artifact scythe and lock them out of the extra deck. Yeah, yeah. Punish them for uh, doing that too. Yeah, I mean, there, there's just other better options, yeah, you know. Exactly. Next is Mare of the Shore, level four water aqua effect monster. Fifteen hundred attack, sixteen hundred defense. You can only use this card's names first and second effects once per turn each. One of this card's normal special summoned, you can send one aqua monster from your deck to the graveyard, except Mari of the Shore. Two, during the end phase, you can tribute this card, then target one aqua monster in your graveyard, except Mari of the Shore, and add it to your hand. So it's like a really delayed rota. But it could also, like, it could be a foolish and then a recursion, mm-hmm. or it could just be like a late rota. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mara here is Mara, M A H R E H, is how you pronounce it. As in Italian or Latin for ocean, as opposed to female horse, as in a mare. Right, right. So it's it's mare, not mare. Yeah. 
Uh, next up, you have Yamatoka Orochi, level 1 water sea serpent tuner effect monster. That's a mouthful. Uh, zero attack, 800 defense. Um, one, if you use this card on field as synchro material, you can treat it as a level 8 monster. Funny. That is funny. Two, a synchro monster that was used as a synchro material... That uses a synchro monster that uses card as synchro material gains one of these effects based off its original level. If it's eight or less, it gains a hundred attack and defense. If it's nine or more, it gains piercing. It's not good, but it's fun. Oh, it's 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 definitely really fun. Um, next um, is entombing casket sarcophagus. This card's name is a pun on on Yamada no Orochi, the mythical Japanese eight-headed snake, and Tako, which means octopus, the real eight-legged mollusk. So, Yamatako Orochi. It's cute. Okay, now um, you can do Entombing ca Casket Sarcophagus. Dark Zombie Effect, level 4, zero, zero. You can only use this card's name second effects once per turn. One, when this card is destroyed by battle with an opponent's monster, you can take control of that opponent's monster, and if you do, the monster becomes zombie type, and its attack and defense each becomes zero. Two, when a zombie monster controls your shore by battle with an opponent's monster, and this card is in your graveyard, you can banish this card, take control of that of that opponent's monster, and if you do, that monster becomes zombie type, and its attack and events each become zero. This seems, like, bad. Yeah, bad, but funny. Yeah, this seems like a good way to take a bunch of battle damage. Exactly, unless you like special in defense mode. Yeah. Well, no, you can set it, and if your opponent runs into it, you steal their monster. And then they attack their own monster, and they t then you take all the direct hit, basically. Yeah, yeah, that that is fair. And then you do it again, and then you take another direct hit. Yeah, um, like the biggest thing I could see you possibly doing with this is like normal summoning, ramming it into something, just take a direct hit just to steal it. But then it's level zero, then it's zero zero. I don't know why you would do that. It's funny. It, it, I mean, it can be used to clear your opponent's field of a couple of monsters, but like, yeah. huh, at what cost? I'll tell a you what lot the cost of life is. Points. A ton of life points. Yeah, just a metric butt ton of life points. Uh, next up, we have a new quick play spell, Surprise Chain. Uh, you can only activate one card in this card's name per turn. <clears throat> one, activate as Chain Link 2 or higher. Oh boy, Chain... chain chain stuff. Apply the following effects in order depending upon the chain link number of this card. You cannot activate this spell if this card and multiple cards of the same name or the effects <coughs> of such cards are already activated in that chain, so you can't go like... Yeah, uh, you can't just chain this to itself over and over. Or you, you can only activate one per turn anyway, but I mean you can't go like Jar of Greed, Jar of Greed, Jar of Greed, Reckless Glee, Greed, Surprise Chain. Yeah. It has to be like Jar of Greed, Reckless Greed, uh, Threatening Roar... Uh, except Wabaku, and then this. Um, two or more, excavate a number of cards on top of your deck equal to this card's chain link number, and then place them on top of your deck in any order. You get to stack your deck. Cool. Uh, three or more, send the top card of your deck to your graveyard. Stack your deck and then foolish burial one. Four, draw a card. So stack your deck, foolish burial one, and then draw one. Interesting. This card's name is a pun on supply chain. Hmm. Um, I could see this easily getting abused, and like yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I guess it could be played in chain burn. It's just like an extra chain link, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, dream pillow parasomnia. 
Equip spell card. You can only use the first and second effects of this card's name once per turn each. One. During the end phase, you can activate this effect to destroy the equipped monster. Two. If this card is sent to the graveyard as a result of the equipped monster being destroyed, you can special summon one Parasomnia token, level one, question mark attack, zero defense, with the same original type attribute and attack as the monster that this card is equipped to, then equip this card to that token. That's hilarious! It's bad and it's weird, but it's funny. Oh my god, that's that's hilarious! Could you imagine your opponent just sitting on something and you act and you activate this and it's just like, oh no! Especially if it's just oh, like, I guess you can just equip it to your opponent's monster. Exactly, and then pop their monster. Oh, okay, yeah, that's funny. And then that's you just get a, then you get to get a level one token that's big. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> Like, the only reason why I even thought about equipping it to your opponent's monsters is because, you know, back when we were terrible, I ran Igabo uh, Drakmord. Right. Which I would just keep equipping to your stuff. Right. Uh, next up, we have Pawn Shop Ledger Book. Normal trap. Target up to two monsters your opponent controls. Banish them till the end phase. And then your opponent gains a thousand life points for each card removed from the field by this effect. Mm. I mean, it's a great way to turn in them at the cost of... Uh, at the cost of, uh, you know, they gain some life points. Yeah, it clears the field for the turn. But hold on, could you imagine, uh, you know, uh, activate Mo, you get the token, then flip this thing and you lose both of them. Until the end of turn. That would be funny. That would be funny. No, I think in that um, case you would just straight up lose the token permanently. Uh, I would... Maybe? And then you only know. get the Moe back. Huh. Next that is Vivid Tail, a normal trap card. You can only use either this card's name's first or second effects once per turn, and only once that turn. One, target one card you control, return it to the hand. Or two, if this card is in your graveyard, you can target one face-up card you control. Set this card to your field, but banish it if it leaves the field, and if you do, return that face-up card to the hand. You cannot activate cards or the effects of cards with the same name as the card returned to the hand for the rest of this turn. So, I guess it's kind of like a bad giant true nade? It's a very bad giant true nade. Yeah. That's it. That's all of them. We did it. We, yes. we, we had all the cards. Yes, all the new cards. Uh, some of them are better than others. Some of them are super cool. Some of them are just terrible versions of cards that already exist. Most but, of them are bad. But at a spell speed higher. I'll give it that. It is at a higher spell speed. Technically, yes. But that's it. That's all of it. That's that's the episode. Be sure to tune in Friday for some meta coverage, YCS analysis, hopefully ban list, uh, re like not reaction, but hopefully ban list uh, analysis, um, you know, because hopefully we'll have a ban list by Friday. That'd be great. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, but that's it. That's all of them. The podcast question today, what is the funniest Yu-Gi-Oh thing that has happened to you? That'll be going up today. I won't forget this time. I'm not even working this week. I'm off work. So uh, we're going to make this happen this time. We're going to do it. We're going to remember, right? I will make sure he remembers. That's it. Okay. So thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes. Be sure to check out our patron if you are interested. The $5 and up patrons get an extra episode every week mostly last week we didn't do one but we had our reasons so be sure to check out our patron if you are so inclined be sure to check out our discord our twitter the those links for all of that is in our link tree which is in the description below 
check out ETB Games. Their link is down in the description below. Be sure to use our TCG Player affiliate link to support the podcast at no extra cost for the cards that you would already be buying. And check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. They are our sister YouTube channel. Um, and oh, you can check us out on YouTube now, by the way. Uh, we should be pretty much all caught up on our YouTube uploads by now. Yep. Um, so be sure to check us out on YouTube if you would rather listen to the podcast on YouTube. We understand. Um, we have heard all of the comments. We've heard all of what everybody has said. And as, a, as such, we will now be live updating our YouTube at the same time as we update our Spotify and our iTunes. So check out YouTube. Check out Team Dark Arm Dealings, you know, Patreon, Discord, Twitter, all of that. And I think that's it. I think we'll see you in the next one. And ha ha, please let there be a ban list today or sometime in the extremely near future. Like, like today or tomorrow would be amazing. Or yesterday or the day before would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have, but it didn't happen. Oh man, I really, I really need a new ban list, dude. I'm so tired of this format. Like, keep in mind, we mean yesterday uh, and the day before yesterday as of recording. Because it'd be hilarious if if it, because it'd be hilarious if it did in fact come out today of absolute release, and we just like it'd be, it'd be great if we got it yesterday. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Just ban list, ban list. Say it with me, everybody. Ban list. Yeah, t- ban take care, list. everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.